I got a billion dollar mindset, steady as a flow, navigating all my time spent, letting niggas know. Billion dollar, billion dollar. Hey yo, what is going on? Welcome to the show, Into the Mind. I'm your host, Marlon Johnson, and I'm a parkour athlete turned real estate investor. I spent the last eight years of my life studying mindset of elite performers and applying those lessons to my own life. In my pursuit for success, I've sought out wisdom from mentors who are doing exactly what I want to do in all areas of life. So I've asked that they share their wins and losses with me, and in my search for those answers, this podcast was born. I wanted to share that valuable advice that I was receiving from successful entrepreneurs investors and world-class athletes so thank you all for tuning in this show is for free and my guests do give their precious time to be here so i do ask for something in exchange to show our thanks i ask that the price of admission be you share this if you get any value you go onto your social media you share it with your friends you share it with your family you share it with your co-workers you share it with people in the streets look my goal is to influence 1 million people to invest in themselves and to unlock their own potential and i can't do that alone let's see perfect hey, what's, up, Marlon? what's going on yep i can nothing much yeah. on your computer um, a little bit. I put you on mute on my computer, so we should be good on my end, hopefully. Perfect. And I got my computer, so we should be good on mine. Excellent. Let's make it happen. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start recording our Zoom. So guys, everyone, just so you know, Tanisha is wonderful. She is like my favorite person on planet Earth. She is beyond helpful. Like seriously, I don't know how you manage to help every single person inside of Sub 2, inside of just everyone you meet, right? You come across people and you're just like this shining light. So I seriously appreciate the heck out of you for that. Um, for those of you who don't know even more, almost every day we are in what we call the virtual office where we work on our businesses together, right? When we're making seller calls, when we are trying to underwrite deals, when we're coming up with solutions, we do that together in a virtual space. And Tanisha's always inside there. We're always chatting, sharing little tips and tricks. She just got back from Arizona for the triple flip premiere. So while we're in there, we're like, yo, we need to like break down. Like what were your golden nuggets? What were your key takeaways? And can we share that with people? Because it's super valuable. So Tanisha, welcome on to like our impromptu uh, into the mind episode on a Saturday morning. Thanks, Marlon. I mean, hey, it's Saturday morning, but we're all working all times. I'll be in the VO right after this. So Yo, I love that, right? Making calls. So, Tanisha, check it out. What I want to really dive deep with you today is you were just in Arizona, right? You are part of our mentorship, Sub2, with Pace Morby. And recently, Pace has gone on and done the triple flip show, like it, triple digit flip. It's super cool. Go watch it on AME. But you had a lot of key takeaways while you're out there, right? Because you stayed at Pace's house. You were in the guest house for about a week, I believe, you stayed out there. And you got to pick up on a lot of good vibes, a lot of good energy, and a lot of good nuggets. You know, can we talk a little bit about some of the takeaways? Like, what were some of the things that stood out to you as important after this experience for the week? Um, you know, I've really been thinking about this quite a bit since I left and even during the time that I was there. And uh, when I got home, we had some like super detailed discussions because my boyfriend actually came out with me. So he got to meet Pace in person and several other of the sub two students. And um, let me just start by saying the opportunity um, 
where Pace personally invited me to come out to the premiere and to stay at his home, like even the value there just for um, him doing that was huge for me. Um, and all the stuff that I do in the mentorship is not because I'm trying to get recognition. I literally am just trying to be helpful. So that's number one, like that go-giver spirit, that peace and everyone in the mentorship talks about, it's, it's a real thing. So the first thing I saw was um, going out to the premiere, like the love that was there. The Sub 2 family showed up. You had Jamil, you had people from Astro. And it was great. And I think that really solidified for me the value of community. So when you were talking about the virtual office, like we were talking about this last night, the community that we've built within Sub 2 is huge, like to the point where I don't even really talk to anyone other than my family and people in the Sub 2 mentorship because that's what we're building as a community. So that was one of the big takeaways that I got is you do not have to do this by yourself. And I think that was one of the things where I was kind of getting a little stuck in my business because when you start, you have this mentality of, I have to do it myself. I've got to be dispo. I have to be acquisitions. I have to pull lists. I have to do a call. You have to do everything. And it's a lot. So that was one thing that um, came out of that was just, man, leverage the community that you have around you, build relationships, network with people. I like to call myself a recovering introvert because I am not <laughs> big on uh, kind of being, so this is totally out of my normal comfort zone. So thank you, Marlon, because again, um, you're helping me to grow. But the big takeaways I have is um, six things that we now are, are super focused on in our home. The first one is faith. Not that we didn't have our faith here, but that's the number one on our lists. And literally, we're like writing out lists now of things that we want to focus on, which is the next piece on my list. Being around pace showed me a new level of focus and discipline and so that's another item on my list it's the six things are faith family focus drive discipline and intention those are all mm. things that super took away from just the experience being in arizona spending personal time with pace one-on-one -on -one. That man has a level of focus. He is light years beyond where anybody even thinks that he is today. Um, and man, I just, I just took that and came home with like a level of fire that I did not have before I went on this trip. It's huge. I love, I love that. We got to pause there for a second because that's key and that's so crucial. And I was talking about this the other night where it's the campfire effect, right? And the fact that you just said you came home with a level of fire because you were around it, right? Because you've been watching Pace, right? We've been in the Zooms. So we've been able to have access to him virtually for the last X amount of months, right? So we're able to see him all the time. Hopefully she can still hear me. So you're able to see him all the time through Zoom. However, when you actually got to go and be there physically in person, you're standing next to him in the presence of you're seeing the day-to-day, life-to-life, moment-to-moment, minute-to-minute in his house, right? You see that it's not just something that he does in front of a camera, but it's actually the way he lives. It hits a little bit different. It actually resonates with you at a deeper level, something like it strikes a nerve in there, and that stays, right? That just keeps on vibrating, and you bring it home. Like that going to the campfire analogy it is so crazy true. 
So I'm glad that you were able to really go and pick that up. And, you know, would you say there was a difference in, you know, the pace you get online versus the pace you get in person? Like for you, did it make a difference being there physically? Pace is everything that you think he is. So <laughs> let me just say that where he is an amazing human being, like just top notch. I, I really don't know how to describe it because um, he, again, in sub two, we get to see him in a way that not everybody does because we have that kind of face to face with him on Zooms and I'm on a lot of the Zooms. And so we get to know him. He knows basically everybody's names. He knows where people are. He knows about their businesses. It is crazy. But being with him in person solidifies what I already thought about him. He is a man hugely into his family, huge into his family. Like, I love his wife, Laura. She's amazing. Corbin, love her. Like, she's my new best buddy. Love Corbin. Um, and just having that opportunity to see him interact with his family, what we see on Zooms where they're stopping for a moment so that, um, you know, Corbin can come in and kiss her daddy goodnight. Like, that's real. The relationship that you can see with them is not phony. Like, their relationship is what you see out is what is in. Um, bringing other people into his home. I mean, I saw so many people coming in and out, and they're all welcome. That welcoming spirit. I had the privilege of being able to come in and out of the studio while Pace did his 26-hour live last week. I got on the live, and I was literally in, in the guest house on the live while he was in the other side of the house. Um, but he let me pop in. We had our Tuesday Zoom with uh, Sub2. I sat in there the entire time. And just even seeing the setup of how Pace does what he does is amazing. It's, again, I don't know how to describe it. Um, joining Sub2, and I'm not encouraging anyone to join the mentorship. I'll be like, Pace, don't join my mentorship. Work with my students. That's what he says all the time. Like, it's real. He actually means everything that he says. Um, he opened up his business to me so I could see how some of the inner workings of the business go. I mean, just the openness that he had when I was there, literally, I felt like I was family. It's insane, right? Where, you know, often it's contrary to what we were taught growing up, where we think we're not able to share this freely, to give this freely. And then we find an individual like Pace, who is, by most standard, wildly successful yes right? and we're seeing what he attributes his success to is really two things it's work your freaking guts out and mm -hmm. just do right by people like okay. seriously, figure out a way to give more to people than they can possibly expect right if they're expecting 100 from you figure out how to give 150 right just go above and beyond in every sense of the word and i'm glad you really got to see that and you got to really embody that so you came home with your seven right your list of seven which if i remember correctly was family focus discipline drive intention and there was one more faith faith i love that i love that so since being home now like how have you begun to embody these principles into your daily working so the first thing, so my birthday was on, well, I don't even know what today is, Saturday on Thursday. And so I had been thinking about kind of changing some things about health and 
um, things of that sort, because I said, hey, I want to kind of tone up and work out more and get up earlier, go to bed earlier. So that's the first thing that I started focusing on was my personal health and well-being. Um, I have decided that I'm going to give up meat. We'll see how long this is going to go. I'm giving myself a week to start. So um, I've got some great people in our virtual office who are being supportive with that. So um, I'm just doing some things to focus on my health. Uh, it's really helped a lot with discussions in our home about the vision for our business and the things that we want to do and the things that I don't want to do or don't want to be a part of. Um, one of the big things that I was getting stuck in in my business is like a side of wholesaling. I still have a nine to five. So I know that there's a lot of people out there that still have a nine to five job and they're trying to figure it all out. And uh, so what I've been doing, and I talked to Cody about this, Cody, if anybody has not met him or had an opportunity to spend time with him, I love, love Cody. So Cody and I are akin because we're big on lists. We're big on writing things out. And, um, Again, we just took a moment to, like even talking to Cody recently, he's like, make a list, make a list of everything that you want, everything. And we talked about this in our virtual office about manifestation. Mamadou was talking about manifestation yesterday. And so as a family, we're really working on the manifestation of our family, our personal lives between, I mean, we still have to have our individual things that we do too what our business looks like, and then the timelines that we're moving forward and the things that we want to do. And I've even been challenged. My boyfriend, Will, he's dream big. That's his big challenge to me is to dream big. So I am literally writing lists. Like, can I be honest with you? I'm looking at my list. It's right in front of me. Be on a podcast is at the top of my list. Check off. Come on. Come on now. <laughs> like, let's go. It's funny. I love that. I love that because right now, it's even like Munif popped in at the same time too. And like Munif and I were on the phone the other night for like an hour and a half, two hours talking about this idea of manifestation, right? Getting clear on what you want. And what I love is what you said, right? Because you said two things that hopefully people picked up on, right? You have your community inside the virtual office. So you have a group of people that can help hold you accountable, that you can share your thoughts and ideas with, who are going to help cultivate and grow that. And then outside of that, you're doing this activity with your family, which I think a lot of people downplay the importance of. Because when you do it alone and you're involving your family, a lot of times you're going to get pushback and people don't recognize this. I made this mistake. This is how I know. You start to plan for us and for we by yourself. Right. So now you're thinking about what you're planning for them. And now when you start to get pushback from them, you're like, what's wrong with these people? Right. I'm trying to do better for all of us. Like this is for all of us. Well, you didn't let them be a part of that process. But when they get to come be a part of the creation process, they get to be co-creators. It gets built faster. It's just like having a good business partner. You don't build the business by yourself. Yeah. If you have a partner, two of you have to come together. Yes, you got to do your own thing. You got to work on your own personal development and all that good stuff. But once you join together in a union and you come together in a covenant, that's something that gets built out of love and trust that needs to be built together, spoken about and created like simultaneously. So that's freaking awesome. I didn't mean to stop you there, but you just got me excited. No, that's perfect. Like, <laughs> like, there's a book I'm there's a book I'm reading right now. It's called The Four Maps of Happy, Successful People by Robert G. Allen. And it's an interactive book. 
because what it does is it goes through four pillars of really manifesting the life that you want. Um, so I downloaded it cause I have Kindle on my phone. So I downloaded, I read it on the plane. I started on the plane, but it actually has you to draw a map and the map outlines for you the things that you want, the things that you don't want, the whys and how to get there. So if, if no one has heard of that book or seen, it, it's called the four maps of happy, successful people by Robert G. Allen. That's my book of the week. Mm, I love that. Guys, if you need a copy of that book, I actually have an e-copy of that book, and it is a great book. I'd be happy to share it with anyone. After this, if you want a copy of that book, go, like, just shoot me a DM, like, um, that, I, you got to save this to get a copy of the book. You got to say, Tanisha is awesome. Matter of fact, <laughs> you got to make a post and tag Tanisha, and just be like, yo, Tanisha is absolutely amazing. Hashtag Robert G. Allen. And I'm going to hook you up with that book for free because Tanisha's out here sharing some nuggets today. So that's really cool. So you're mapping it out with the family. You guys are able to sit down and draw a plan, right? Or a path to mm -hmm. go. And how's the family been to that? Are they super receptive? Are you getting a lot of um, kind of pushback at all? Um, I wouldn't say pushback. And it's funny that you brought up the um, I versus we, because I was in a space where I, I was trying to figure it out, right? Um, and I am doing a lot of the front end things in the business, but really now, again, coming back from Arizona, like my boyfriend is very much like pace. He's very get stuff done. Here's what it is. Let's figure it out and then go. I, on the other hand, need to make a list. <laughs> Thank you. I just need to make a list and I need to talk myself out of stuff to talk myself into it. And I think the two of us going together. Um, and then him being able to see the community, because he's not in sub two. He has a very high level uh, position in, a, in another company. And um, so him being able to see kind of what I'm doing and the people I'm around and Pace and Cody and that environment, I think was a major shift just for the two of us to get on the same page. So it has really been life changing in just a matter of five days. Mm, I love that. And Andrew just said something right in the chat. He said that's a perfect combination, yin and yang. And that's actually what I was going to bring up. So, you know, this is something that happens, right? When we are looking for the right partner, right? Oftentimes in the very beginning, I think we look for those people that are just like us, right? But you look, you got to see the partnership of Pace and Cody, right? They're not the same personality traits. They are total day and night different personalities yes they have a lot of common ground and they have a lot of the same core values but the two of them standing side by side you can see it it's in their body language it's in their personality types they're different people and that's where the magic happens when we want to get partners for our business we make a mistake of finding versions of ourselves right we make the mistake of like hey let me just go find the younger less experienced version of me and i'll find them it's like well that's stupid. Like you plus you is just going to give you more of what you already have versus someone else. That's an opposite. That the polar opposite will create something freaking insane. And that's where the best business partnerships come from. Find your polar opposite who has the same core values, but you guys have totally different perspectives, right? You're going to disagree on things, but then you're also going to come together and create these combinations that really allow you to be explosive in your growth. 
And the fact that you're aware of that, that you got to see that in action and now you're bringing it home to recognize that you already have some of the key recipes, like the key ingredients to put together an amazing dish. That's insane. Yeah, it's, it's a huge value. Again, it's been a total mindset shift, total game changer. Um, so just again, the opportunity to go to Arizona, and I've spent a lot of time in Arizona before, but um, just again, the openness for Pace to bring me into his home, his business, his family, um, and bringing us all along on that process and not just sub to the people in the creative financing group with Pace Morby, the Sunday service, the wholesale hotlines, the, all the things that he does, it's giving back, it's pouring into people and the challenge for us is to do the exact same thing, whether it be at home, in our professional lives, in our churches, whatever the case may be. If I can take even a small piece of what Pace is giving and give that back to other people, then I know I'm on the right path. So let me ask you a question, right? You know, and this one, I'm not sure what your answer is going to be, right? But you just got back from Arizona now. You see how he has this go-giver mentality, right? How he's created a community and how out there in Arizona, there truly is, at least in my opinion, within the real estate space, there is a community of go-givers. Even if they don't come from sub two, there seems to be this vibration that everyone is tapping into where, okay, let's collaborate, right? Collaboration over competition, right? Co-creation is a theme out there. Would you see it as more valuable to go into a place like that where the community already exists and you can add your touch to it? Or do you see for yourself like this mission to stay where, you're, where you currently are and recreate that sort of uh, vibe in your current location? So I think it's twofold. If you have an opportunity, right? And it's especially if it's just you, and you have an opportunity to go into a space where all of these people are doing the things that you want to do, jump on it. Now I'm biased because I used to take, I used to have a job where I traveled all the time. Um, so I spent, again, I spent a lot of time in Arizona. So I have a little bit of a soft spot for Arizona. I think that's a great place to go and network and build your business. And, and if you connect with the right people in the right way, you have a massive opportunity to grow as a person and your business. Personally, I can't leave where I am at the moment. I have family obligations. I have things that will not allow me to leave. And so I take that as a challenge to help build my own community. And there are people around me in sub two, like shout out to Gene Davis. Um, he has been so instrumental for me here locally on being able to understand things in my business and build a network. And we're talking about doing some things together, like community wise, um, within people with sub two and outside so that we can make an effect on our own community in our backyards. We both have family. Um, and again, that is important. And so building that community here, because I can't go to Arizona right now, that doesn't mean I won't ever, but um, right now I can't. And so I'm going to take what I have available in front of me and take the mission to share with other people in my local community. I love that, right? Because that's big. So you're, you know, recognizing your current situation, right? You see that, you know, based on where I'm at in life, I can't get up and go. However, that doesn't mean I can't build mm -hmm. not letting it be an excuse i absolutely love that
And I also love the fact that you said, you know, if you're not being held back by constraints, do it. Go and actively put yourself around that environment. Go and put yourself around the people. Go put yourself closer to the campfire, you know, to the best of your ability. So that's really big because I see it a lot. I know personally I've done it a lot as well where I've gone to the campfire, I've left the campfire, and then I'm wondering where the warmth is. Mm -hmm. And I see a lot of times, you know, it's so much easier to kind of analyze someone else's life because you have like this bird's eye view. You're sitting like in the skybox looking at the game of like, oh, he should have just passed the ball right there. Like, what's wrong with him? You know, and we see that people are actively working on wanting to better their situation, but they're still spending time in the wrong location. And I use the analogy of it's like trying to clean your car. You're outside washing the car. You've got the soap, you got the sponge, you got the hose. And all the while you're doing it, there's somebody just standing there. Not just somebody, there's five somebody standing there with buckets of mud. And they just keep, you know, consistently just putting mud right back on the car. It doesn't matter how hard you clean. doesn't matter how hard you work. doesn't matter how often you're cleaning the car. Until you get rid of those folks that are just dumping the buckets and put yourself around people, another five that aren't doing the bucket of mud, but they actually have sponges in their hand and they're actually helping you clean the car faster, that's when things will start to catapult in an amazing way. So I'm so happy you said that. I want to be respectful of your time because it is still Saturday morning. You still have calls to make. And later today, I've got to go do a meetup with Kespin out in Brooklyn. So before we jump off, I want to ask you, I'm going to ask you these two questions. I actually ask everyone on the end of my podcast. So you these questions, which is fun. You already mentioned a book earlier, which was the um, the Robert G. Allen book, the the four paths. To the four maps of happy, successful people. Four maps of happy, successful people. Aside from that book, can you name another book that has been totally instrumental in your life in the way you think that once you picked it up and you read it, it's been a total paradigm shift and you've never gone back to thinking the same way since? I mean, I hate to be cliche, but I mean, it's the same book that most people read, which is Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, and the crazy part is I got that book, Some Will gave me that book five years ago. He oh. gave me five years ago, I picked it up and I said, ah, I'll read this later and I put it down. It wasn't the time for me then. And so when I went back to pick it up, when I read it, I found myself making parallels to people in my personal life that were the rich dad and the poor dad. And unfortunately, there were a lot of people that I knew that were in the poor dad mentality. Not that they were poor per se, but it's, it's the you have to go work a job. Like when I have every time I've done something a little out of the box, I've had people say, oh, you can't do that. I moved to Florida back in 2005 by myself um, on a relocation for a job. And I knew no one, literally zero people. And everyone said, you can't do that. You're going to be by yourself. What are you going to do? Well, I figured it out. It's the best thing that ever happened to me. And so Rich Dad Poor Dad was a shift in the way that people think about money and people think about um, their lives. And so I would, I would definitely say Rich Dad Poor Dad. Yo, I love that because one, you said two things. You hit the nail on the head, right? Actually, Andrew inside this says to a limiting mentality, putting that ceiling on yourself, right? You don't want to put the ceiling on yourself. But you said two things. 
first you said you were given that book, you were gifted that book about five years ago, but you didn't quite pick it up right away. And that happens, right? Sometimes we have someone in our life that we want to help and we're like, eh, I don't think they're ready for this book. Give it to them anyway, because I was given that same book when I was younger. I actually picked it up. I thumbed through it, put it back down, didn't look at it again until years later, right? But it planted a seed, right? And it was something for me to eventually come back to. So still give the gift of the book, of the knowledge, of the wisdom. They will eventually come back to it when the time is right. So that's one. And two, the mentality, right? The mindset shift that does need to happen. And Robert Kiyosaki, the reason he gets so much praise and why everyone always mentions that book, he's like one of the first people that really defined that quadrant, right? Of just being on the left side or the right side of the quadrant, being an employee mindset or being an investor and entrepreneur mindset, totally different sides to live on. And once you unlock and you realize, oh my gosh, I don't want to be on this side where the 95% of people are. I want to be on this side where the 5% of people are. You don't ever really cap that again. Like Pandora's box opens, it never gets closed. So mm -hmm. I love that. If you guys have not read that book yet, go read that book. It's on YouTube. You can get a free copy. There's no excuse not to read that book. Personally, I would actually go pick up that little purple book at a bookstore, hold on to it, thumb through it, get like four copies so you can give it as a gift to people that you care about. I highly recommend that book. Mm -hmm. um, so that's really cool. So I got a final question for you. Okay. This is one of my favorites. Let's imagine tomorrow you wake up and when you wake up, you find yourself in a position where you don't remember anything. You are a blank slate. You don't remember the trip to Arizona. You don't remember moving down to Florida. You don't remember the golden nuggets. You don't remember that little purple book you read. You don't remember your college education. Like it is all gone. You remember how to speak the language so you can speak, right? And it's, you're not freaking out. This isn't like some crazy, scary movie. It's not Saw, you know, you're in a safe place. You're just a blank slate. And you start to like kind of come to consciousness and you begin thinking and a thought comes to your mind. And that first thought that comes to your mind, you accept it, right? You just take it as truth. You don't question it at all. And you immediately begin to work with it. This first thought is the foundation for everything else. What would you want that first thought to be? Take action. Ooh. And whatever it is, take action and take imperfect action, but take action. That's it. Cause you have to do something at some point, take action, look around, figure out what's around you and take action. That's it. I love it. That is just like words of wisdom right there. So take action. I mean, just like we did this morning, right? Getting on. I love it. Kenny's like, yo, quick response. <laughs> like, he loves it. And just like he loves it. You know, but like even today, right? This is your first time getting on Instagram Live, right? I asked you moments before. I was like, hey, instead of like doing Zoom, can we also do Instagram Live as well? And you're like, yeah, let's make it happen, right? And to like know that this is a part of your list already, that you're checking things off. You're already manifesting your future. I absolutely love that. So guys, while you've got Tanisha here, does anyone want to ask any questions? And Tanisha, while people are figuring out any questions that they want to ask you, I want to say first and foremost, thank you for coming on. 
right? You are, like I said at the very beginning, you are one of those people that makes Sub2 so amazing. You make the virtual office and like so much fun every single day when we're calling sellers, when we're underwriting, when we're working throughout our day-to-day -day business, you bring that energy, right? Like I get so excited when you are on the virtual office. So I appreciate you so much. And I look forward to seeing you grow even more than you already have. Oh, thanks, Marlon. That's so nice. <laughs> and how can people get a hold of you? Like if people need help, how can they get in contact with you? Uh, best way is to DM me on IG at Tanisha Buys Homes. You can also message me on Facebook. Um, it's just under my name, Tanisha Epps. And um, just hit me up. Let's do some deals. I love it. So we had a question inside here too, where Andrew says, what do you see as the biggest challenge you faced that changed your mindset? Good question. Biggest one was um, no one around me was doing what I was doing. That's, mm. That was the biggest hurdle is um, challenging the people around me who say, well, no one around us has done this, so you shouldn't do it or you can't do it. Or the, you have to have benefits. You know, the, the nine to five, uh, you can't leave your job. You have to have benefits. You can't leave your job. You need your retirement, which most jobs don't even give you a retirement fund anymore these days. And so that was the big one that was tough to change because I was not a... Um, Again, I, I don't come from this. This is not what I come from. My dad owns a small business. It's great. He's just started that some years ago, but no one around me has done what I'm trying to do. That's big. That's really big. You know, and I think a lot of people fight that because it's tough, right? To go and be the weird one, right? Like naturally as humans, we are social creatures. We want to be accepted by our peers. The challenge is when we start to change our mind, when we start to see that there's more to the world, the people that no longer see what we can see, they're not really our pairs anymore. You know, they used to be, they served us for a certain time, but now we've stepped up one level and we can see things differently. We have to go find new pairs that can also see at this level. So that's a big, big change. That can be really scary. So I appreciate you saying that. Uh, Munif asked, have you had to let friends go? Yes. <laughs> um, and the, the funny thing is that Will says all the time, not everyone can go where you're going. And he says that all the time. He mentors young men um, that are trying to do some pretty big things. And the one thing he tells them is, and it's not personal to the person, but not everyone can go where you're going because sometimes those people become a hindrance. Mm -hmm. And it's not even intentional. So I have very few friends from the past. It helped that I used to travel a lot. So I kind of lost some of my friends in the scope of them moving on with their lives, et cetera. But my new friends literally are the people in my home and the people that I'm building community with within real estate. Because we're, doing, we're trying to do the same things. We have the same mindset and we're holding each other accountable to that. That's big. And it's true. You know, like our circles will change. I remember growing up, my uncle, I was maybe about 10 years old or 11 years old. And he, I remember this so clearly, we we're sitting at my kitchen table and he asked me who my best friends were. At the time I said, you know, Winter the Miles, those are my friends that grew up around the block. Still love them to this day. 
truly do. He looks at me, he goes, one day those aren't going to be your best friends. And I actually got mad. I literally like looked at him like, who are you to tell me like those won't be like, those are my brothers. Like they're going to be my best friends forever. I'm going to hang out with them every single day for the rest of my life. And he was just like, listen, man, one day those will not be your best friends. Like just, and it just stayed with me over the years. And the truth is that did happen, right? I still got nothing but love for them. Truly I did. Mm -hmm. However, I don't necessarily want to spend time with them right now because I'm working on building something else. I want to have different people in my life. I want to have people like you, like Andrew, like Zach, who's on here, Zach Campbell, right? So it's important that we recognize that our inner circle will change, right? Munif and I were talking about this the other night. So Andrew says he loves that uh, even more. So he loves that you push through it. Thank you for sharing with the world. Zach says my biggest challenge was the same thing pushing away from family and friends that do not think the same way. And I understand what I want. And Zach, that's huge, right? When you get clear on what you want, and Tanisha, you can tell me if you agree with this. There is no thing as right and wrong until you give a clear definition of the result you're trying to produce, right? Mm -hmm. Because now if my result is to go and see, let's say a sunset, now if I'm heading east, I can be going in the wrong direction. I've got to go west if I want to see a sunset. But if I have no goal and I'm heading east and I ask somebody, am I going in the right direction? They're going to say, well, what are you trying to do? I'm just walking. Well, then you're fine. You're going in the right direction. You, are, you can walk in any direction you want. But now you set a standard for your life. You set a target. Right and wrong becomes a big change. And you've got to start. That's what's going to help you determine who needs to go and who needs to stay. And who yeah. will come in. You start, you almost start with the end in mind. And that doesn't mean that your end won't shift as you start your journey. But that's one big thing that I've learned, which is the big thing about the discipline and the focus is start with the end in mind. So for me, if I want to own multiple sub two properties, or I want to start my own real estate brokerage or I want to own a title company or whatever the case may be. I'm manifesting those things and I'm starting with the end in mind. So I have a roadmap because otherwise mm -hmm. I'm just driving in circles with direction. Absolutely. That's some of the best advice people can hear. Hopefully you guys are listening to that. Like really don't take that part for granted. Truly start with the end in mind. Like take a moment to sit down and ask yourself, what do I want? because it will blow your mind how many people don't actually know what they want, right? I do this experiment you know, all the time. I'll ask my, hey, if I can give you anything that you wanted right now, right? Like, hurry up, five seconds, what do you want? And they're like, uh, mm, mm, uh. and I'm like, guys, like, what if I were a magic genie that would have given you your wish? All you had to do was tell me within that five second window. You just had to begin communicating it to me and then it would have been yours. And I was like, do you see how not knowing what you want could be a hindrance, right? Because you don't know who you could bump into who could possibly help you get there. But if you're not able to communicate, this is what I'm going for, this is what I desire, how is it going to get to you? Mm -hmm. You know who challenged me on that yesterday? Who? Cody Barton. I love Cody it. Barton. I love it. Because mm -hmm. he's, he's very big on getting there on Cody. Guys, by the way, Cody is a low-key, like, genius like he is a g like i think pace gets a lot pace is cool guys i love pace he's awesome as well he's a g he's an og you know 
Pace gets the limelight because, like, that's his personality. Like, he's going to get – like, he gets the attention. Cody? Holy cow. Cody is, like, just the silent sleeper. Like, he is – like, you think that, like – oh, my – I can't even, like, speak highly enough of him. Like, I seriously appreciate Cody. I appreciate his mind. I appreciate his vibes, the wisdom that he's parted. Like, Cody's giving me some of the best advice I've had, period. Right? Like, even better advice than Pace was able to give I'm closer in age to Cody. So for whatever reason, it also resonates when Cody says it. So, yeah, guys, if you're sleeping on Cody Bart, don't. Like, you should be on his YouTube. You should be, like, consuming his content. Like, he is, like, proving it, the principles in his own life over the last decade. And it's cool to watch. Yeah. This is why I need to get so, into the mastermind. I need to be able to sit down in a room with them and everyone else who, so that's on my list as well. Oh, that's going to happen. That's, that's definitely happening. So Gladys asked, what were some mistakes you learned from starting out in the business? Um, the first thing is that if you're not careful, this can get very expensive very fast, especially when you're <laughs> trying to do it all by yourself. <laughs> That's the oh. big thing I, I took away. Um, it gets very expensive very fast. So I am actually highly focused right now on free lead generation um, and different ways that I can not spend as much money um, because you don't necessarily have to per se. But that goes right back into the you don't have to do this by yourself. So I wouldn't call it a mistake. It was just an opportunity to learn and refocus myself on my intention, my discipline, my drive, my focus, my family, my faith, which is all the things that I talked about earlier. So everything that I'm working on now is highly focused on those six pillars. I love it. I love it. And that's having a plan, right? So guys, have a plan and then stick to your plan. Ride it out. The plan works. You just need to give it enough time. And right? be consistent. Like that's the big thing. And Pace always says, you're not consistent until you've been doing something for 90 days. And then the 91st day is your first day of consistency. Dang. That hit. You got to say it loud and put the people on the back. <laughs> Do <laughs> you're doing be consistent for 90 days but your first day of consistency isn't until the 91st day i agree and it's funny because uh munith is a shining example of that and we're going to be doing a podcast like with him very soon where we're going to be talking about that consistency because it makes the difference it is the game changer you don't need to be the smartest you don't need to have the most resources but if you keep at it you will eventually produce the result as long as you are doing the right thing. And guys, the beautiful thing about this business, it's a proven model, right? Like we don't even have the worry, the headache of figuring out, does it work? It's already been proven that it does work. You just got to work your land. That's it. That's it. I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought up Manif because he's working on this um, challenge to get 50 people their first deals before the end of the year. So um, I know Manif is on here. I love Manif. He's in my area, not necessarily in my direct market, but we're both in Virginia. So 
Um, I'm hoping to be able to spend some more time with him as well. We come from the same alma mater school. So, um, but if you guys aren't following him on Twitch, um, I know Manif is in here, so pop your Twitch channel in here, sir. Um, if you're trying to figure out how to get started or talk to sellers or follow Manif on Twitch, he's on there. I won't say every day because I don't know his schedule, so don't hold me to it, but um, he's doing some things. I'm hoping he will allow me to help him with his 50 first deals challenge as well, which I'm sure he will. But like, those are the things that we do as a community. And it's literally to give back to others. Absolutely. And that's what it has to be. It's coming from a giving heart. And yeah, Munif is another one who's an absolute go-giver and consistently a go-giver. Uh, like, I think he might right now probably holds like the king of consistency among like all the the students inside sub two, I think like he's going to get that title, like the king of consistency. Yep. I agree. I agree. So we got another question inside here. Um, it's to the point where you, where you don't talk about what you're doing with people around you because they put negative energy into it. Okay. Yeah. So that's true. So guys, I care to think everyone's not meant to see your vision. You don't need to share it with every body because some people are going to take it and they're going to just, you know, spit on it, step on it, try and do horrible things with it. It's not going to devalue it, but why tell it to them when they're not going to do anything to help build it, right? I'm going to take blueprints to build an amazing skyscraper. Let me take it to the people that actually want to help me erect it. Let me not take it to the people that are going to tell me that you can't build a skyscraper. That's a waste of time. That's this. That's dumb. That's that. It's going to topple over. I don't want to bring my blueprints to them. Let me bring the blueprints to the people that want to join forces and build. That's right. Because the bad thing is, depending on who that is that you're bringing it to, and they are not open-minded, they don't see any of the vision because it happens. If you actually value those people, it makes it very tough. So you do one of two things. You either believe them and you don't do it, or you take it as a personal challenge to be like, I'm going to show you. It's one of two things. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah, Andrew says, Tanisha, I came from the same background. If you ever need anything about jumping from corporate, hit me up. Yeah, so if you guys don't know, um, Tanisha, I think you know this already, but the rest of you, if you don't know, Andrew came from corporate America. He made the switch. He jumped into entrepreneurship. He's partnered up with Reese Pennington. I've had him on the podcast as well as Reese. And this year, holy, oh my gosh, it's been amazing to watch the growth that has happened with that team in what I consider a short period of time, right? Within, I would say about six months, I watched like the business go from this to this, where it is a full-fledged team operating system. Andrew has poured into me so much. He's actually the reason why I was able to find my integrator um, and why we've been watching my own business start to catapult by incorporating who, not how. So, Andrew, I appreciate you. Tanisha, if you haven't connected with Andrew yet, like, I need to put you two in a group chat right after this because that is, like, an all-star event happening. Yep, Andrew's close to my market, too. He's right up in Maryland. Oh, let's see. What else do we have here? I hope everyone's having an amazing Saturday. I love this topic. You guys rock. Reverse engineer everything. So, I love, I love that. Reggie is so true. Um, Charles, great advice. I'm creating my business plan based on the quality of life and income I want in retirement. That's something right there. I wanted to just highlight that because yes, guys, as you work backwards, build on a lifestyle, right? Also include like the dollar amount that you want, but also think about the lifestyle you want 
because that's going to help determine a lot of other things. How many hours do you want to work? Where do you want to live? Who do you want to have around you? Do you want to own the skyscraper downtown or do you want to be a small anonymous mom and pop that's banking and pulling in like, you know, 700K a year, right? What do you actually want based off of the lifestyle you want to create for yourself after all is said and done? I love that. Yeah, I highly suggest that book I mentioned earlier, The Four Maps of Happy, Successful People. That's exactly what that book outlines for you. It helps you to, to write it out. It helps you to map it. Exactly. Andrew, I love this. You guys, uh, hey, Marlon, when you figure out how to be a genie, I would like $1 million a month cash flow from notes. <laughs> I got you, bro. And yeah, for <laughs> anyone that ever has any struggles with uh, structuring notes and creative note buying and doing things like that, hit up Andrew and hit up Reese. Like they are insane with the way they creatively think about creating notes in their business and solving problems around that. It's insane. It's masterful. A lot of people don't talk about it. Enough people don't talk about it. But note investing is game changing as well. It's another tool to the tool belt. So if you ever run into that problem, you don't need to know all the answers. You just need to know who has the answers you need. And that's Andrew and that's Reese. Mm -hmm. Love says, Tanisha, you're beautiful. Um, let's go to the February Mastermind, Tanisha. That's from Munif. So it looks like you guys are going to be out there in uh, Arizona in February. I'll be looking forward to that. Um, Brian says, I'm manifesting to be the next at the Mastermind, too. Freaking love it. All right. And then we got some fire emojis. Um, and I love it's like she's going to be there as well. Dang, all of you guys are going to the next Mastermind. I got to like... Getting in FOMO already. Um, Gladys says, so Oh my gosh, that's so true. $1,500 a month on VAs and systems. Now trying to team up with sub two students to share the expenses. So, Gladys, yeah, like it can add up pretty quickly. There's actually, I would say, a plus side to starting this business with no money is you start to get really creative and resourceful. Um, then there's the side where if you have the money to put the resources in play, then you can really start to cultivate a team around you. So it is a give and take. Everyone's situation will be different. Um, but yeah, Gladys, like, let's absolutely continue to squat up with students. I know I've worked with you on some leads in the past. Um, you know, make sure that we utilize everybody in the community, right? So if you need help with that, actually, well, I'll see you later about that some more. Um, Kenny's like, that's heavy, I think. We are, oh my gosh, there's a lot of comments. Yo, Tanisha, you were like getting my comment section blown up. I don't think it's ever gone like this. I got to have you on every podcast from like the future. Um, Brian said, I need to have that on the wall Where to keep reminding myself to. Munif says, hashtag 51st deals. Guys, if you are not following Munif, you are like, I don't know what's wrong with you. Like he is changing the game right now. Like go watch his Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash the underscore takeaway. Like, go just follow him. It's His name is Munif Sasa on IG. So it's M-U-N-I-F-S-A-Z-A. Go give him a follow and click on the link in his bio. I'm sure it will take you to his Twitch where he's live streaming his seller calls every single day. Like, he's breaking it down. He's going play by play. He's like, yo, this is what I should have said. This is what I did say. I said this because of this. And it truly gives that deeper level of insight to how to communicate the sales process, the how to solve the situation, how to think about the problem when you're encountering it. So he's not just giving you a fish, he's teaching you to fish, which is amazing. 
right? Reggie says, yo, bro, I need to know the cloning secret. You are literally everywhere at the same time. He's talking to Munif. Yeah, Munif is everywhere. Uh, Tanisha is 1,000% helping me. Everyone who's helping me do this deal is helping. Um, Andrew says Munif is limited to sub two students. We just locked up one for an investor in a different community, and we're just pulling now. Andrew is another guy. I'm telling you, these people are all go-givers. Um, so, guys, yeah, there's, wow, there's so many comments. We don't have time to go through all these comments, guys. I got to let Tanisha get back to her day. I got to go get set up for the event we're running today. Um, so make sure you guys are following Tanisha before this all ends. It's at Tanisha Buys Houses. Yes, um, there was one Tanisha, question in here I wanted to address. Can you hear me? Oh, let's get it. Yep, I can hear you. So, yeah, so it said, um, it's from Kenny, what appeared to be a rapid rise within the community and was your, I guess it's saying, was your, what appeared to be rapid rise within the community intentional and strategic or was it a result of consistency? I'm assuming you're asking within sub two. Um, I wasn't being intentional about, the only thing I was being intentional about was actually helping people, because that's it. So all the recognition and everything else was not, um, that was not an intended result because I wasn't doing it to get attention. I was literally doing it to be helpful. And I think that's one thing that, um, pace and a lot of other people see is if you're a genuine person and you're literally being a go-giver and giving that go-giver spirit um it will come back to you and i again i wasn't looking for anything so the fact that i get to be on marlon's podcast today is awesome because otherwise i would be happy to go hide in my corner and uh just make my seller calls but you have helped me to check off a box on my list um and I'm just going to keep pushing forward. So thank you, Marlon, for helping me get out of my comfort zone and helping me work toward the things that I have on my manifestation list. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. So guys, do me a favor. Go follow Tanisha on IG. Get connected with her. If you ever need any help, she is more than happy to give. And her giving spirit and her giving heart, truly, like I've seen it up close. It is, it's genuine. It's not with like the thought process in the back of the mind of like, all right, great. What am I going to get out of this in like a week? Or how can I call this favor in two months from now? It is purely from a place of she is giving and then she is moving on. And if you need again, just come back and she will be there to give because she truly believes in this community. She believes in that go-giver mentality. And I'm beyond grateful to know you. Like, I can't wait. Like, Tanisha, when you start your mentorship, can I, can I join? <laughs> How about we start one together? There we go. I love it. So, Tanisha, I'll let you get back to your Saturday. I appreciate you so much for coming on. And everyone in the comments section, I appreciate all of you guys for making this entertaining, uh, asking great questions, and keeping the vibes going. Thanks, Marlon. Later. Okay, guys. So, I really hope you enjoyed that interview. Once again, I ask that if you receive any value at all, I mean anything, if one thing stood out to you, leave a comment below, let people know what that thing was, let us know what it was, we do read all of the comments, and absolutely share this with a friend, that is how we help each other, okay, the best thing you can do is pass on knowledge and information that's helping you grow, send that out to your friends, help them grow, 
build your network and build your power team. Let's all get this together. So I want you guys to click that share button, click that like button, subscribe, make sure you're here for the next episode. And remember that the greatness is already inside of you.